Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You all right there, Bob? Yeah, nice to see you again, Andy, I think. Fair enough. Here we are. It's episode three of Atletico Mints. Yep. The football podcast that contains over 8% football content. Yep. Because that's what the people want, isn't it? That seems to be what the people want, yeah. What have we got this week coming up? Well, just first of all, that theme music we've got seems to be resonating throughout the Far East. Yes. Um, Have you had any kind of feedback at all from the... No, I mean, people. I, I mean, I'm not particularly fond of it as a piece of music. I know what your right. intentions are, Andy, to placate the Far East, but um, for me, the only, the only, I, I think it can only possibly appeal to chickens. I right. think chickens would like that 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 music. Oriental chickens. Well, all chickens. Chickens don't have a race. Chickens are global, are they? Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, chickens loom large in this week's podcast. Yeah. But that comes later on. There's also foam stadiums. Chicken foam. Something about the origins of a comedy catchphrase. I like the sound of that. And there's speculation about the doings of a recently sacked manager as well. Ah, nice one. Who is he? Where is he? What's he up to? Yeah. Tune in and find out. <laughs> I'll keep tuned in. And one thing I must just say right now yeah. is that you know fine well that I've just had three very intrusive scans of my heart. Yeah. I read that, yeah, I read that yeah, in the newspaper. You know yeah. I've had this week, but you haven't bothered to ask how it went, yeah. Um, Which I think is very revealing. How's how's it gone? Yeah. Well, I can tell that you couldn't give a toss, Andy. I'm not that bothered. You're still here, so... <laughs> tell, well, all right, then. OK, well, then I hope I dropped down dead halfway through the podcast. Right, all right. Who was the last laugh, then? Uh, well, be, be you. You, Bob. Yeah, I'll have the last laugh, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to. You can try to have the first laugh if you want, as well. Right, go on, to it. Let's talk about something. Just before we get into it. Yeah. I can't help noticing that you're wearing a, a big badge today. Yep, of course a, I am. That's about six inches in diameter. Yep. And it's got, I like dinosaurs written on it. Yes. What's that about then? Well, it's, you know, like, take it literally if that works for you. I like dinosaurs. Do you? Yeah. you got a favourite one? Yeah, T-Rex. <laughs> no, I like to, you know, just like everyone else. That's that. really predictable, isn't it? Well, it is because I like to imagine it washing the pots with its tiny arms. Yeah. Or playing cards or trying to cope with a game of Scrabble. That's your favourite of all the dinosaurs. Yeah. Why are you like, why have you brought up my badge? Because <laughs> it's staring us in the face. I can't stop looking at it. Okay, well I'll take it off then. Alright then, fine. I'm not taking it off. Take it off, Bob. Come on, let's get some mints. Yeah, right, anyway. Are you still a memory man, by the way? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, ask me any question you right, want. Here we go. I've got one prepared for you and I've got this one off Google. Alright. Bob, can you remember every winner of the Gambian D League? Yep. Between 1978 and 1992, including the infamous endless season that went on for five years during that period. 78 to 92. Can't remember. 
Yes, I can. I can, yes. <laughs> That's why you're the memory, man. Yep. You can steer. I thought you had me then for a minute, but no, no I do remember brilliant. that. Yeah. Superb stuff, that. Did you notice Benitez was wearing um, South Park cartoon socks? I did. Yeah. What do you think his intention is there? I think it's a lucky thing. You know it is, or I you think, think it's superstition? A... I don't know anything about Benitez's socks. Yeah. As a Sunland supporter, I care nothing about his socks, but but uh, you know you don't think he's trying to you know it's not like a charm offensive like like giving him a fun factor. Could it? You know, could, do, you, do you think that's what it could be? He's trying know, to bring funny. the fun back to St James's Park. Well, I know you're cynical just, about all just these. Starting things, off but... gradually with a, a slight reveal of some South Park socks. And yeah. Then, well, what next week it'll be what like a novelty tie or something? Well, you're late at Benitez like with a, his like South Park. Is that what you'd say with I, his South Park I socks? I like I wouldn't say that no. Do you think you'll have like a Wallace and Gromit tie on next week or something? But, well, I, th- I was wondering. The big dinosaur badge. Yeah. If the. <laughs> Who's your favourite dinosaur? Is I it Barney? Got, I haven't it? got one. No, it's Barney. I'm not bothered about dinosaurs. I live in the now. Fucking I don't Barney. care about dinosaurs. The, um, I was trying to think if a funny sock is ever actually funny. You know, is it? can you have a funny sock? I've never seen one. I think it's really tough. The only thing I could think of was that if you wore a nice sort of calf-length sock that had Robin of Sherwood on it, uh-huh. right, and you wore shorts that had guns embroidered on, like a Colt 45 Magnum and that sort of thing, right? that could be quite funny, no? What kind of shorts? A corduroy shorts? A cord short or a, de- or a denim with, with a colour. Then so you could guns actually... and a Robin of Sherwood combo. Yeah, what do you think? Could be funny? No, I just desperate. It's pathetic. All right, fair enough. But if you're going to work in the funny sock industry, then you're not bothered, are you? Because no one's going to see the socks. Do you know what's considered... going to be covered in a shoe. You'd just be thinking, oh, fuck it. Do you know what is the comedy sock? What is the big seller? Or what, you know, do you know what I mean? Or top top of the charts comedy on the comedy sock. socks. Yeah. It's probably um, it's probably like a pig or something with a playing a flute. A pig and a flute. Yeah. Yeah, so that's not too bad. That's not too. I check in. See, you're it. looking at us with a bit of disdain there. But if I pitch that to the comedy sock people, well, I reckon they'd be all over that. Well, they'd certainly write it down on a note. They'd consider it. Chicken having a shit. Yeah, yeah. Down <laughs> into the shoe. <laughs> well, chickens again. I, I like to think that Rafa has worn them as his lucky socks. I hadn't thought of that. So no, it could that's be nice. luck. But like you say, it could be fun. Maybe he's trying to bring a bit of fun back in the management. Because the other week we talked about kind, gentle managers, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. But maybe Benitez has seen that, decided it's not for him, and he wants to go a different level. He wants to go fun. Yeah. Who well, our managers are laugh like I'm going to try me hardest for him. Yeah. On the wing, <laughs> they, they, um So who is the fun man? Klopp's the fun manager then. Klopp's, Klopp's probably a fun manager, but Klopp doesn't know when to stop. I think with the fun, he'd be like last one out in the taxi queue when yeah. everyone else has gone. Oh, sod this and gone home. I've got a terrible feeling. He's not that funny, but he's got because of his bulk and that, and, and his character. You feel obliged to yeah, laugh, you know. He's not funny. He thinks he's funny. Yeah. And because he's got that position of authority. Yeah. His players are all kind of duty bound to laugh along with his antics. Yeah, and everyone's bought into it, you know, like him wearing a Beatles shirt. Yeah. It like it made people smile, didn't it? And so he believes. That, well, I just think he believes. And he I've thinks got he can do knack. anything now. Yeah. What about miserable? Who's the least fun? Pardew? Pardew? Pardew's complicated. You could think, be a right laugh, You think he? he could be. Depends on his mood, though. Depends on, on the occasion. He's quite angry at the minute because he's losing a lot of matches. Yeah, but put him in a pair of Speedos and give him a bowl of Ambrosia rice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, 
It could Probably be. Probably laugh that, wouldn't it? The, Remy Gard looks down in the dumps. I know. Remy Gard, there's no hope for Remy Gard. But I mean, he, just... he needs to manage in like League Two or something, yeah. just somewhere where he can just you know dig about a bit and have a laugh. Dig about a bit. Dick about. Yeah. Just enjoy himself. Remy, dick about a bit. Yeah, we're, look, we're looking for a manager who can just come here to swat to, let's say, South End. Yeah. It could come no here to South End. No disrespect to those sort of teams. No, none whatsoever. But and just dick about for a bit. It'd be a bit more experimental down there, can't you? <laughs> it, it's a breeding ground for. Yeah. Comedy and management success. I mean, he's the thorn in the side of our theory about um, nice managers because he seems a pleasant enough guy, doesn't he? And he's yeah, stuck there I, at the bottom I, of the league. So. I think he's just took on a job that he didn't really want. I think he was at a loose end. Yeah. It came along and he thought, uh, yeah, I'll do that. How hard, how hard can that be, keeping yeah. Villa in the Premier League? And he's found out yeah. it's really hard. I mean, it was a lot It could be problems at home. I mean, like, do you know... The, you know the Civil War recreationist type people? Yeah. Maybe his wife's met one of them. Mm-hmm. She's spending a bit too much time a, with him. A bit too much time on yeah. whatever, Knobworth Hill or whatever, yeah. recreating some incident. He, he might have, like, nuisance neighbours or something. It could have, of course. A lot of, like, thank you for that, Andy, because a lot of time, noise nuisance is, is people, is on, what's the word? It's not given, it's an awful thing. Yeah. It's our pop with it. Hey, what? I know, but it, it grinds you down, doesn't it? Absolutely it, it, grinds it. It doesn't have to be like ACDC at 4am every day. No. But just just like, you know, some raised voices and yeah. the telly being a bit so loud and it just gets on your tits, doesn't or it? Or a cartoon. Yeah. A cartoon can be bad. I can remember um, living in Deptford, there was a bloke who just who played that. Is it Buffalo Girls who go around there oh, outside? Oh, yeah, Mark and McLaren, yeah. Play that. Good song, that. 18 hours a day. It ain't so good after 18 hours, I tell you. I don't know. I'd like it. Anyway, so carry on with the next item, Andy. Let's well, have, let's have a look at it. I was going to get back to something that I asked you a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Which I want to try and ask you every single week until we've completely exhausted it. Okay. That's, have you ever met a footballer, Bob? I've met loads of footballers. You want another f- I want football? another... F- Footballers, Bob Mortimer has met anecdote. Yeah. <coughs> oh, do you remember Emerson? Yeah. The Brazilian who played for Middlesbrough. With the, the wet look. With the wet look, yeah. Um, yeah with did the... he have a moustache as well? A kind of a pervert's moustache? No, it, it was his hair was so wet and shiny that he, you believed he had a tash. It's it just a weird like projection. Yeah, it was. Think of it as a hair projection onto his lip, yeah. Wow. But anyway, after we'd. Um, Lost, a, lost, yeah, again, lost a cup final to Chelsea afterwards. I was at the disco right. with uh, Emerson. You've got to have a disco, haven't you? Even if you've lost, just to <laughs> take <laughs> the edge off it. <laughs> there was, you said to Brian, Brian Robson, said, no, man, Brian's a disco afterwards. Yeah. And he's little, there was a little smile and it crept into the corner of his mouth. Robson had gone, oh, suppose, I suppose you're right, Emerson. Right. Uh, it's lit over here, darling. So, <laughs> so I went on to the dance floor to dance the samba, salsa, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Because he can't stop dancing. He dances you when he eats. You can see that on the pitch. Dances when he sleeps. And I said, oh, and I just said one of those, oh, unlucky, um, unlucky today, Emerson. You know, Mr. Emerson or just Emerson? I think I said Emerson. Right. Uh, unlucky Emerson and that. He says, oh, don't worry. I said, no. Don't worry, just... little man. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> and uh, well, I've lost my track of it. Don't worry, there. loyal supporter. <laughs> but we'll be back. But he says, hey, it's okay. He says, okay, little guy. He says, it's okay, little guy. I was shit. <laughs> and I thought that was very refreshing yeah. as he as he was seltzering away. 
Yeah. Without a care in the world, telling me that the the reason they'd lost was that he was shit. <laughs> but there you go. That's a little bit like one of my very few stories about footballers that I've ever met. And it was when I used to work in a record shop yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. And do you remember Gary Bennett? He used to play centre half for Sunderland. I remember the I remember the name, don't remember the face. Right. Don't worry about the face. And um he, had he, a face, he, he, he did have a face, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he occasionally came in the shop and he came in the morning after a, a particularly grim, dour one one draw with I think it might have been Tramia. Yeah. Midweek, yeah, February. Yeah. Awful. Now Bennett hadn't been playing that night, but it had been Awful to watch. We were mm. so lucky just to get a point out of it. Mm. He came in the next morning and asked, and I said, we get the match last night then, Gary? And he went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously we'll be his club captain. And I said, uh, left a lot to be desired, didn't it? Mm. You know, just reflecting the fans' mood. We do our best, he said. <laughs> we do our best. What was he, in the SS? He was just cross. <laughs> we do our best. We do our best. Well, that's what Youngling! <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is that... So I never bother talking to footballers again after that. But it's interesting that I often think that, you know, Man City, maybe, and Chelsea aside, all footballers, they do try their best, don't they? I suppose they do, but... It's kind of not their fault that they've been signed up as footballers and that they've been picked week after week. You know, yeah. like someone was so a Manchester United fan that I know was complaining about Fellaini the other week. Yeah, I said, "It's not his fault. He gets picked. He gets picked, and he just gets out there and has a go." But, yeah, I mean, Fellaini's the most likely Premiership footballer to appear in Game of Thrones, isn't he? What do you think? <laughs> Off the top of my head, yeah, I'll probably say he is. Yeah. Some sort of lumbering character. Yeah. Without, he doesn't have a speaking. Having past. never seen Game of Thrones, I yeah. would just agree with that. No, he'd, he'd, he'd like he'd loll, loll up into some banquet, yeah, and lob his cock into a goblet, yeah, yeah, and hey! have, have some of that. <laughs> Sweet enough, that's what he'd say. <laughs> and but, then the week after, <laughs> off with his head. Yeah, so um, I went to I went up to. Uh, Liverpool once. To, Did you? Yeah, to interview a footballer. Oh, I can't tell you about the interview itself another time. But what happened You've was... You've already given away some clues there. A what? That it was Liverpool. Yes, yeah, so it was a Liverpool. Well, it was a Merseyside oh, was it footballer. Merseyside Or was footballer. it just someone who travelled there <laughs> for the occasion to try and get everyone off the scent? So I went up. Days. I'm not saying anything. So I, I shut up? I went up on a two-seater plane. Oh, get with, you. Yeah, with Vic. Who's in the, all right. With, so, with the which one of you was flying? No, ha-ha. Uh, there's just two seats. <laughs> and then it was a terrible journey, because all, all the way through, you're trying to speak, and all you can hear is... <laughs> so uh, we were at night, we wanted to spew up, and there's this noise going on. <laughs> so we got we got into... Is it Speak Airport? A little, I, think I think it is. Speak yeah. Airport or something. And you go out in a separate place, not the normal airport, with this, with the pilot and that. And then when we got into the building, we shut the pilot's hand and said, oh, thank you very much for the Came flight. And he replied to us, ah! <laughs> and it turned out that that was the noise. That was, it was him. It was him. Over the yeah. tannoy. Yeah, the, the plane was as quiet as a mouse. <laughs> It was just him. Yeah, Is just that your him. joke for this week? <laughs> it's true. Is that your pre-prepared joke for this week's <laughs> podcast? It struck me as an amusing thing to say. Good, good, good. Are you still happy with the name Athletic Omens? Because you had some grievances I about really, it. I really hate it, Andy. Do you? I really hate it. Do you like it? I love it. The more you hate it, the more I love it. 
Yeah, so it's not changing then. No, it's not. Actually, I came into came into some um, correspondence this week. Someone okay. sent me a classified document, right, which irrefutably proves that your chosen alternative for this podcast, yes, as a name, is unexpected item in the penalty area. What me? That's what I said. That's what you said. I've never said that. I've seen a document. It's got your signature on it. Is that the unexpected official document there? Unexpected item in the penalty area. But if people, but if people might believe that. Andy, that's not very fair, of you. That's, that's the way it is. So catchphrases and comedy, yeah. Yeah, let's lumber into that subject now, <laughs> gracefully, because <laughs> it's written down here about things we're going to say. Yeah, have you got any catchphrase anecdotes that might be football related? Maybe related to, like, say, the fast show, Bob. Yes, I have. And here Fire it is. away. It's interesting, you know, like how cultural things cross over and so on. You know, it I is. Think. And so I was at the 1982 World Cup in, um, which was the one where, in Italy. Was that not 82? It was 90, later. 1990 was Italy. 1990. So, so it was, I was outside Naples, so it was a Spain one. And, um, Do you want to go back there and revisit that sentence? Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> you, were in the Na- you were in Naples, so that was the, so, that was the Italian one, wasn't it? Yeah, that so year. I was at the Italian 90 um, World Cup. I was staying at a town outside Naples, and I don't know if you remember, but um, it was the best football match I've ever been to. In, 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 in Naples, we um, beat Cameroon in the quarterfinal, did. and then we, the semi-final was going to be up in Turin, for which I had tickets, but there was a terrible, terrible like rumour going round the whole of where we were that you mustn't travel because there's going to be terrible violence up there from Juventus wow. fans and so on. And I'll be honest, I shit out, and we watched the match... Um, in this t- town just outside Naples. So there was this big screen and it was absolutely full of English, English supporters, jam-packed, They'd watching, all shit. The, watching the match. And then, was it was it the centre-half scored or something? It bounced up off the wall or something? It but bounced anyway, over, over Shilton, didn't it? Was yeah. it a free kick or something? So um, Germany scored. One lone voice from the back of this bar went, Yeah! <laughs> yeah? Everyone looked at him and he left. He immediately just left the bar. Fast forward to slightly afterwards, I told this story to Charlie Higson, but I emblazoned... Embellished. Embellished it with the words, I'll get my coat. In a German accent. Yeah. And Charlie said to me, could we use that as a catchphrase? So there's football... And the comedy catchphrases. That's fascinating. A little bridge built between them there by that German fan. Just... Yeah! I'll get my coat! <laughs> <laughs> You've just laid a little brick in the path of history there. Yeah, well, there you are. I hope, I hope you found that interesting. And you don't look like it's you did. Probably the, <laughs> probably the most interesting thing you've said today so far. Oh, that's Certainly well, more interesting than your health update. Yeah, well, that didn't interest you, did it? Not really. 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's have one of yours, Andy. What's, come on. Well, I just want to get on to chickens now because we're starting to run chickens. out of time already. It's been a very, very chicken-heavy week. Yeah. And um, if you look at the, the, the world of Wolfsburg striker Max Kruse. Good player. Good player, but yeah. life's not going well for him at the minute. Yeah, what's happened? Well, he's been fined 59 grand. Yeah. No, he hasn't. He's been fined 20 grand. Yeah. And his crime was to leave 59 grand in the back of a taxi. After he'd, crime, had a, after he'd had a night at the poker. Oh, what, his winnings? His winnings. Why is that a crime? Sorry, I'm not... Well, according to his, his managed, managerial team, it's a crime. Not a crime. What's the crime? Winning the money, being in the casino, or I, leaving it in the car? I suppose it'll be a contract thing. You shouldn't be in a casino. So he's been punished twice. First of all, he's lost the 59 grand in the back of the car. Yeah. How the hell do you leave 59 grand in the back of a car? Yeah, I once left five lemons in the back of a taxi and it still hurts me. And how many lemons did you have left? <laughs> oh, I still had 40. <laughs> so it wasn't that bad, was it? It's a percentage, it's of, your, a... It's a percentage of your lemon take. Yeah, it was just a ninth of them, but still yeah. bloody hurts. I know, that's the next morning, though. 59,000 quid. 59, yeah, 59 grand. Um, he's also been admonished by the aforementioned managerial team because he's got an addiction to Nutella. An addiction to Nutella. They told him to, to pipe down a bit with that. That's what is that what they said to pipe him? Pipe down with pipe the Nutella. Nut- yeah. Wind your neck in. Wind your neck in with the Nutella. Leave it alone with the Nutella. Otherwise, you know, you're going to end up losing more money in the back. That's probably on a Nutella high, probably. Yeah. A sugar rush. Sugar rush. Put it all on red. And if that wasn't bad enough. He's been made to um, take part in Wolfsburg's community programme, right. which they've got, and he had to um, put on a pair of green dungarees yeah. and construct a chicken coop Ah, that's for you, some youths. You've brought the chickens in there. That's well, where the chickens comes in. Okay. Do you want a quick blast of your Far East chicken music or not really? Go on then, just a, a speeded up one. All right, go on. Go on then. There you are. There you that are. then? So, he had to build a chicken coop. Yeah. But you said to me, and, I, and it's a great story, Andy. I applaud you thanks, for that story. Thanks, but, Bob. But at the beginning you said, like, we got a lot of chicken. Muck. Yeah, is that not enough chicken for you? Oh, that's it. That's the end of the chicken, is it? It might be the end of the chicken. It might not be. I'm saying to you, is it enough? Um, I'll take one more chicken. No, I've got I'll another, take another one. Chicken. I've got another one, and it's 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 Liverpool's Joe Allen. Right. Uh, that, that midfielder looks a little bit like he, he's not really sure why he's there. Yeah, he's better. Well, he's, yeah. He looks um, a bit pale and, and lost. Yeah. But, you know, he, he gets the job done. Got a bit of a hipster look going on, hasn't yeah, he? Well, that? he has, and it's probably because he's, he's keeping 16 pet chickens at the minute. That's quite a hipster thing to do, isn't it? Keeping yeah. chickens. Yeah. Joe Allen's got 16 of them, and he was on the front cover of Chicken and Egg magazine this week. That's not a real magazine. It is a real it? magazine. All right, fair enough. And Joe Allen was on the front. With his chickens, he keeps sixteen chickens with his wife Lacey. Yeah, and they've got an interest in animal welfare. But he keeps them with her. He keeps them with her at all times. He has like a belt, and it's got like and it's got elasticated the ch- ropes on yeah. and hooks. Yeah, 
and there's 16 elasticated ropes that lead her from her from her belt right. to an individual chicken. So they're almost like a, a force field of chickens that she's got around her, so wherever they, she goes. At the disco, if someone says, "Where's your wife?" which is your wife, Joe, you can say, over there, it's the last, it's the last with the chickens. Over there, just behind the one with the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got 16 chickens. So it's chicken week uh, in the world of football this well, week. Uh, that's the end of your chickens, is it? Because I haven't I, really I enjoyed it. I could tell you some of the names of the chickens. Go if on, if it like... might, is it going to rescue it? It's not really. Well, you, 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 you come in now. No, the listeners oh, would like to know the names Christ, of them. All right, here we go. Meg, Leg, Chicken Silky leg. Steve, yeah. Kate, yeah. Silky Steve Jr. These are terrible, aren't they? Giblets. Chicken giblets. Snowy. Yeah. Nugget. Chicken, chicken nugget, nugget, yeah. Dora. Yeah. Holly. Yeah, all right, it's enough, isn't it? It's enough. There's, there's, no, there's please stop. Four, four more? No, please stop, honey, four. please. Shimmer, Shine, Chickaletta, and the last one is Kiev. Okay, thank I left you very my favourite one to last there for Chicken you, Kiev. To go for the big laugh at the end of that piece. Yeah. Chicken Kiev. You can imagine how much our listeners have just suffered. I've suffered. Our listeners have just suffered with that list. But everyone who visits the Allen household is invariably going to be told that list, aren't they? Yeah. So there's a lot of as, suffering. As Mrs. Allen slowly twirls around in the middle of the room. Yeah. There's Kiev. And Joe, no Joe's got like a pointer. Yeah. And he points to each chicken and yeah. announces the name. Yeah. She rotates. Unless they've got the comedy the socks on with their names on, maybe. Or the chickens. Know. Yeah. Can you get comedy socks for chickens? I don't know, Andy. I'm just, I'm just wondering, thinking out loud. Right. Just thinking out loud. Probably not. I, well, I, have you, I noticed that you asked on um, Twitter, Andy. You were asking... What is Steve McLaren doing right what, now? What What do the people think he's doing they, right now? We, yeah. can't, we can't know. Of course we can't Firstly, know. because we're in a studio here and we're not with Steve McLaren. And secondly, when I asked the question... Secondly, it was he's like, invisible. It was five hours ago. <laughs> yeah. He is at the moment, yeah. He's, he's, he's a shapeshifter, I mm. believe. And he's reverted to his invisible state at the moment until a suitable managerial opportunity comes up. And what what have people been saying? Well... You can choose your favourite from these Go and on, decide then. who's won this week's. I will do. Athletic I can do that. Yeah. Could we send them something? No. All right. No, that's not going to happen. Um, the first one was Mr. Ken Shabby. Yeah. And he he's really made an effort here. He's, yeah. He's, he sounds like he's desperate to have something read out on a podcast. I wonder. So he's put using his Newcastle payoff cash to make a real dogs playing poker installation in his garage for Les Reed's pleasure. I don't know who Les Reed is. Carry on. Fine. JL Sink has been a bit more succinct. Yeah. And he said he's in a dressing gown eating minstrels. <laughs> That's nice. That seems plausible, doesn't it? <laughs> Would it be a dressing gown or a kimono? Do you yeah, think if I in a dressing gown, I think he'd be... be in a kimono, you know, <laughs> out underneath. I'd be watching someone on the telly, though. I think he'd be watching Dinner Date, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Next one. Next one is from um, someone called I Am Die. Yeah. The Welsh name. And he reckons he'd be having a pie bap and sculpting his forelock. Right, okay. Pie bap, eh? Yeah, it's right, yeah. And then we've got DJ Darren. Yeah. Who may or may not be a real DJ, I don't know. He says he'll be sat on the bog reading a Saga insurance leaflet because he forgot to take his phone in. So he has to read the leaflet. So he remembered the leaflet. Does he, keep, he keeps Saga leaflets in his bog? 
as Maybe a, as a backup, just in what, case to he wipe his ass. Possibly. Yeah, I bet his ass is very tender though. It'll be pink. The sort of ass you'd still need to put a bit of that powder on. Yeah, to stop of, it getting sore. Have you noticed on Andrex now they've got a little advert for their their wipes, their toilet wipes. No. And the, what they kind of hint at is they, they kind of give you instructions for wiping your ass, and they kind of say, you know, wipe your ass. Yeah. One, two, get the job finished off properly with one of our new Andrex toilet wipes. Right. And what they're saying is, if you're not quite as clean as you'd like to be, yes, we're now selling these toilet wipes. Don't confuse them with the toilet wipes that clean the clean the bowl the because bowl, they're yeah. obviously laced with bleach. Yeah. And that's gonna create a whole world of well it probably kill McLaren. it would kill McLaren oh, it? it would be dead. like it would be like Toxic the alien shock wouldn't it yeah it would go straight through him yeah burn him saga leaf it would be no good to him then would it and then the final one was from someone called Hamish Jones who reckons he's knocking one out I don't think so <laughs> I don't think he's knocking one out do you not no I think that I, I'm, I'd like to think he's depressed and it tends to be it tends to go down the charts of to do so what do you reckon he's up to then Steve McLaren, well, I know I've said it before and here, I think, that, that his true love, in that Shrek, Shrek sense, his one true love is carpets. Right. Carpet sales. It's what he wants to be, it's isn't what, it? What, it's where, what he wants to be and where he wants to be. So I imagine he's he's wandering around in a grey suit, wandering around um, a carpet tick. Is it called carpet tick? Carpet shop. Carpet tick, I think it's called. It? Carpet right. And... Uh, like he's got a suit on so that he is occasionally approached as if he's in a, a salesman. Oh, you think? He's... Oh, excuse me, do you you work here and like and he bluffs it through? Yeah. Do you reckon it's one of those situations where he hasn't told his wife that he's lost his job and he still goes out every day and just goes to the carpet and he shop. goes down the carpet shop and pretends to be a member of staff? Yeah, helping and, people out. Has he got a wife? McLaren. Yeah, he's got at least one wife. I would reckon. You reckon? You yeah. just say, or oh, you reckon? Why? Because he's a man. Well, he just looks like someone who's. Downtrodden. You so said I assume la- he's got a wife. <laughs> you said last week that you uh, lost your virginity to a roofer. W- one was that true? No. All oh, right. So is there a two? There's not a two, is there? Well, so I've I'd... just blown it out of the water, haven't I, with my denial? <laughs> now the denial might be untrue as well. You'll never know. I'll never know. No. Well, I'll teach you to pry, won't it? Do we have time for another topic, Andy? Um. Well, West Ham, everyone's favourite East London club that are about to move into a stadium that doesn't belong to them and that they've got on the cheap. You sound a bit bitter there. What's Me? that about? No, no. That's just, it's up to them what they want to do. Why are you bringing with... the hate thing back in? What, what's hate. it to you? What's it to you that they've got the stadium for now? I haven't any hate for West Ham. All right, carry on then. I just mentioned a f- couple of facts there. Um, the, the, they're moving out from the the bowling ground, I think they call it. They also call it Upton Park, don't they? How, do you, do you how know do you where that's How do you have a stadium with two names? I have, I, you know, I've followed football now for 50 years and until this season I've never heard this bowling ground thing. Do you know it? I've heard of it before. You're kidding? No, oh, it's, it's Upton common Park. Knowledge. Yeah, but they call it the bowling ground as well. Well, I, I, there's some marketing thing going on there or something. Well, no doubt. They'll be making it into... Smart on Twitter will tell us why it's Well, I would genuinely that. like to know because it upset me because I like the history, you know, the the football and West Ham play at Upton Park, mm. which used to be a very scary place to go as an away fan in the seventies. The chicken run, it was bad, um, but a great Nasty. atmosphere there. Best atmosphere in London, I, I would say for sure. Well, that's over now because they're moving to the Olympic Stadium. And it's cavernous. I mean, environs. I hope, I hope it's not a disappointment for them. Oh, what's your opinion? Anyway, so what's happened at West Ham? Well, they're, they're obviously trying to um, drag the arse out of it financially before yeah. they move. And they're now selling foam stadiums of the bowling ground. 
Well, that's quite nice. Stroke Upton Park. Right. That you can wear on your hand. Oh, they're gloves. Well, they're sort of like gloves, but they're rectangular in the shape of a stadium. So you put them on your hands. Tell me in what context you put them on your hands. You put them on your hands, and I think you wave them in the air. At the match. When you go down the match. Yeah. And they're only six quid, which is probably the best thing about it. That's quite. I'm thinking that's quite a lot of foam for six quid. Isn't it? How much is a pillar? I don't know, but you could you could easily strap two of these together and get a pillar out of it. Cover you? them with an Upton Park tea towel. Yeah, they're probably selling them below cost, aren't they? When you think about it, they're forever blowing bubbles, aren't they? The West they Ham are fans. forever. Yeah, yeah. That must cost a few bob as well, well and especially when they move into the new ground. Yeah, the bubble expenditure is going to go through the fucking roof. All right, with you swearing, but how would you operate your bubble machinery with the foam gloves on? It's kind of one or the other, really, You've isn't got, it? Yeah, it's, you can't do both. You've got to have someone who's out there striding up and down the touchline, giving it all with the foam hands in the air and encouraging them to yeah. do the same. And then there's another fella pumping away at the bubble machine. Makes me wonder, makes me think. Do you, you know, you declared earlier that you can't have a funny sock. Can you have a funny hand, a funny glove? Is that... It wouldn't seem you can, no. What you think West Ham have tried, and if they can't well, do it, no if, one can. If you do can't it. do it with a stadium, what's the alternatives? There's, there's the big hand, isn't there? Well, there could be cock and balls or something, or. Would that be funny, though? Pie and chips, pie and one hand, chips and the other, something like that. That's probably one we can ask the listeners for next week, isn't it? Any what, funny what can you think of a foam product <laughs> that would be funny? <laughs> that's not a cock and balls and it's not a football stadium. I did want to mention, because yeah, we are running out of time here, I did want to mention. Um, that I read this week that Ronaldo, Christian, Christopher, whatever, Jeff, Chris, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Ronaldo, um, his leap, some professor has, has, has worked it out, probably using maths. Yeah. Right? That his leap is superior to the leap of a cheetah. Really? Yeah. And although I don't particularly have anything to say to that, I thought that was interesting. Because sometimes, if you freeze frame a Ronaldo leap, you do think, that is unusually high. It is. Do you think he's using some kind of stimulants to get that that height? Well, maybe um, the comedy sock lined with foam, but a kind of spring foam. I don't know. That or cheetah blood. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't really, you know, trying trying to trying to be lighthearted about it. I thought it was. Quite you trying to bring some science into the well, into the quite extraordinary. I love cats. There was a bloke on the a cat documentary. I watch ITV. I watch Channel Five mainly. Yes. Do you? Who doesn't? I watch Channel Five mainly. I watch ITVB during the day. Yeah. But occasionally, I like... for all the stuff that you didn't bother watching on ITV <laughs> four years ago. <laughs> no, I like the Hollywood. I like the Housewives of Beverly Hills. Right. And I like Dinner Date. The Walter Walter. Well, which of them is Steve McLaren watching right now, I wonder? I think he's on the, he's probably on the Housewives, I'd say. There's my kimono on. I saw the um a big cats documentary. And do you, have you ever seen an ocelot? <laughs> it no. sounds like one of the like Monty Python seen... funny but have you seen the animal, the ocelot? I've, I've seen one, I've seen a picture of one. I've mean, seen one close up. Extraordinary, beautiful, rare creature. I think really smooth. Smooth, spotted and striped, beautiful um, animal. And there was a bloke, some, I, I, God knows where it was, and um, in a genuine, not in a game or a zookeeper, just in a natural habitat, he could go to this clearing in the forest and go, or whatever he was saying. Yeah. And an ocelot, ocelot would come out of the forest Same and one. go with a walk for him. 
Wow. I mean, anyway, that is so he's, I, that's he's just rubbish. Really, channeled the ocelot's language there. Yeah, he's but... manipulating it. Forget to do anything. Oh, well, you seen the downside of it? I'm not. I'm just looking at the possibilities. He's exploiting the ocelot. He, I'd be it... more interested in Joe Allen if he kept ocelots than chickens. <laughs> well, we all would be. God, that just so... speaks volumes about Joe Allen, doesn't it? Chickens. Anyway, do you know how there's a little um, a little footnote to me, the fast show story is when, when Charlie told me that um, that he said to me, "Can I use that for this comedy, this new show we're doing?" I said, "Yeah, of course you can." He said, "Look, Bob, if we ever make forty million quid from it, we'll pay you five, six hundred quid for it." I said, "Well, that's a deal. That's fine." And do you know that's what, a good deal. No, well, do you know what the bugger is? What's that? They made thirty nine and a half million, oh. and I never got a penny. That's like when they they give a player thirty nine matches because if they play him for a fortieth match, they've got a, it triggers a extra payment. Doesn't it triggers it? a clause. They try to you've tried to trigger a clause there. Well, maybe the in time, show. if my heart lasts out, not that you could give a toss. Maybe those sales will go up to forty million, and I'll, I'll just get, get someone else in. I'll get Charlie Higson in or someone. Charlie won't be. Would you? Well, he'd be better than me, but he won't be great. Well, there you go. You know what I mean? So next week, are you asking our listeners to to look out for anything in particular? I think we've just asked them, haven't we? We asked them what kind of foam product would be funny. Yeah. I would also just also be interested to find, you know, who they think is the most fun manager. Right. Because it's a difficult one. Sorry, the li- sorry, I think the least fun manager is a difficult one. Pochettino, Pardew maybe. Pardew, I reckon. Remy Gard. We shouldn't be concentrating on the Premier League either. We need to be looking outside of the Premier League. Yeah, no, League. of course, yeah. Sean Dyche, he'd be no fun. You don't reckon? No. Have you got a fair thing strict. about him? I think he might be. Well, he might have that Klopp thing where he says he thinks he's funny and you've got to laugh. Can you imagine, oh, a good one, Sean. Can you imagine a pub run by Sean Dyche? Yeah, he'd be he'd be he'd be great with his regulars. But the rest outsiders of you. would be eyed with suspicion. Yeah, and they'd just drink yellow liqueurs. He'd have a, he'd have a quiz night on, but. He wouldn't want it. Yeah, and could you imagine having to ask for the darts from him? Yeah. He'd just give you a look, wouldn't he? So there you go. Least fun manager. Yeah. Arguably I, Sean Dyche. Maybe, but let's see what people think. Yeah. Well, it's been lovely. I must go off and have some further work, investigative work <laughs> on my heart, Andy. If that's what it takes to get you back here next week, Bob, well, go for it. Thank you very much indeed. Goodbye. Well, I just wanted to say that our listeners can, can find us on Twitter at... At Athletico Mince. Athletico Mince. Are you still here? Yeah. At Athletico turn Mince. The, turn the button off. I don't want you saying stuff. Till, can you turn it? No, <laughs> I no, don't know what just, you do. You, I, that's all I want to say. Just that they can follow us there, get updates, and find out when we're on next, and answer our questions. And contribute to the, the show. Twitter. Yeah, exactly. It's an inclusive thing we're doing here. And that's... And that's basically it. So Cue you, the can, music. you can leave the room now. Thank you very much, Andy Dawson. Goodbye. No, the heart thing went really bad. <laughs> 
secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com.